Howdy there. I'm Matt McKinley with the Burning Daylight Podcast. If you ever wanted to make a podcast, well, Spotify's got a platform that makes that lets you make one super easily. And then you can distribute it everywhere and even earn money. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for, for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from the phone or computer. Uh, so no matter what uh, your setup is like, you can uh, start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And uh, if you like my show, Fence Post Politics with my buddy Aaron, that's the place to watch it because it's all video all the time. And we uh, like we share videos, we comment on videos, we share news articles and uh, and funny memes. So um, it's pretty cool. Um, and also, if you want to take your conversations to uh, with your fans to the next level, uh, your question and answer answer and polls are the best way to get them talking you can attach that to your your podcast there and, and you get your you get you know valuable interactions with your fan your fans and uh <clears throat> with spotify for podcasters you can earn money in a variety of ways including ads and podcast subscriptions and best of all it's totally free with no catch and that's uh that that is true um, <laughs> supposed to do a testimonial here, um, but anyways, this is the the podcast I use or the podcast uh host that I use. I like Spotify. They're uh they're very good on just letting you do your thing, uh with uh with no catch to it. Uh, there's a good reason why Joe Rogan hosts podcast on Spotify and, and this is uh this is a great way to get started if you if you've ever thought about starting a podcast this is where I would send anybody to go um <clears throat> best thing you can do is just download the Spotify for podcasters app or you can go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started and yeah if you've ever thought about just doing a podcast or if you're tired of paying a monthly service that uh, doesn't seem to do much for you, Spotify podcasters is your spot. So uh, go to spotify.com slash podcasters or download the app today. Mackenzie Johnston with Cattle News Central, bringing you your April 27th cattle industry headlines. Brought to you by AgRisk Advisors. They provide risk management programs to livestock producers all across the West. Whether you're concerned about price or weather risk, AgRisk Advisors, they are here to help. With current day market fluctuations, you and I both know there is nothing more important than locking in a price floor on your cattle. So if you would like to learn more about an LRP, go ahead and reach out to an advisor today. We are also sponsored by American Beef Producer Magazine. They offer in-depth articles on a wide variety of topics in our industry. They feature award-winning photography and so much more within their publication. Besides putting out a phenomenal magazine, they have also started the Real Beef Made from Plants campaign. So what they're doing with this campaign is they are selling t-shirts, sweatshirts, hats, uh, basically promoting nutritious beef. Um, their t-shirts and their sweatshirts are just like the one I have on this morning. 
If you would like to learn more about the attire that they have for sale and then also learn more about their learn more about their magazine, go ahead and click on the American Beef Producer link above in the caption. That's going to take you over to their Facebook page where you can do all of that. American Beef Producer Magazine, guiding beef producers for over 25 years. And finally, 4T Ag Insurance, your go-to contractor for ag insurance. The folks at 4T Ag are dedicated to providing you with insight, information, and alternative risk solutions that are custom fit uh, to your business and personal needs. They offer both crop and drought insurance, and they offer LRPs for both feeder and fed cattle. If you would like more information, go ahead and head on over to their website, www.4tag.net. That is the number four, tag.net. So, of course, yesterday, I'm sure a lot of you tuned in, the Senate, uh, the Senate Ag Committee, they held a hearing to determine whether or not a couple of bills have the potential to advance competition concerns for our nation's cattle producers. So before I go any further, I will link the hearing that occurred yesterday in the Senate in the comments for this update for any of you that would like to go back and watch that. I will cover the highlights of um, the hearing in this update, but we will be here all morning if I were to cover all of the details. It was pretty lengthy and there is a lot to take in from that hearing. So according to AgriPulse, the two bills, the Cattle Price Discovery and Transparency Act of 2022 and the Meat and Poultry Special Investigator Act of 2022, they received bipartisan support, but along with that support, there was also concern about the amount of authority given to the federal government and whether or not the beef industry's concerns would actually be addressed if these two pieces of legislation were to be passed. As we all know, and as we have discussed time and time again, the Cattle Price Discovery and Transparency Act would do a lot for our industry, but, mo but most importantly, it would create regional cash trade requirements that would result in increased price transparency and increased competition. The Meat and Poultry Special Investigator Act of 2022, which was authored by Democratic Senator John Tester of um, John Tester of Montana, excuse me, uh, that would create a new position in the Department of Ag to investigate violations of the Packers and Stockyards Act. Senator Fisher of Nebraska said during the hearing that she is not happy about the mandates included in these pieces of legislation, but any voluntary programs that we've implemented in the industry to increase negotiated cash trade have failed. Um, so we have to look elsewhere. And we have done that with this bill, said Fisher, referring to the Cattle Price Discovery Transparency Act. Of course, with this statement, and this was a fantastic moment, I believe, in the hearing, uh, this statement, Fisher was calling out NCBA for their voluntary framework that failed and failed miserably, might I say. As we all remember, um, NCBA, they implemented their voluntary framework uh, a few years ago. And they said if it failed, if it didn't work, if it didn't increase negotiated cash trade, that they would aggressively pursue uh, a regulatory option in hopes of increasing negotiated cash trade, but when the when the time came to do that, they uh, they <laughs> as Corbett Wall said it said um, they basically pissed that idea away and decided that they are against mandates across the board that they don't want to touch anything like this piece of legislation. So they said one thing and then they went back on it pretty hard. But I would I would not expect anything less 
from an organization like NCBA. Senator Grassley, Grassley made the statement that some organizations think the cattle price discovery and transparency bill goes too far, and some say it doesn't go far enough. For this reason, Grassley thinks this bill should fly. Basically, he's saying that he thinks it is middle ground, and that is something that I and many others within the industry have said for a while now. You're not going to appease everyone. You're not going to get everything you want in a bill. That's why this is a good middle ground bill. It's a place to start. This update is also sponsored by Circle 5 Cow School. If you're wanting to learn how to preg check your own cows or start AIing, Circle 5 Cow School is the way to go. Almost every week, they are hosting classes somewhere between Texas and Tennessee. If you would like to check out their schedule, head on over to circle5cowschool.com. That is the number five in there. Or you can go ahead and just give them a follow on Facebook. So Brownfield Ag News, they also reported on the hearing. And during the hearing on Tuesday, Senator Tester of Montana, uh, the only working farmer in the U.S. Senate, I believe that is important to note, told committee members it is time to fix the problems in the cattle industry. He doesn't think we should continue to kick the can down the road. Today's marketplace is more consolidated than it was back in 1921 when the Packers and Stockyards Act was passed. Rural America is drying up because we can't get fair prices. Capitalism isn't working in the industry either because of concentration and consolidation, said Tester. William Ruffin, a cattle producer from Bay Springs, Mississippi, uh, he was there representing USCA. He said during the hearing that if the Packers had to buy cattle off the negotiated cash market, that would greatly independent that would greatly benefit independent feed yards who are currently holding on by a thread as bankruptcy threatens their operations. Ruffin said the lack of competition in the market is impacting his operation. This is exemplified in the fact that he can't get but one bid for his cattle anymore and producers in his area are going out of business like we are seeing in so many rural areas across the nation. Senate Ag Committee Ranking Member John Boozman of Arkansas stuck with his usual usual line, stating that he is worried about the unintended consequences that could arise in the cattle industry from a cash market mandate. Stephen Koontz, livestock economist at CSU, he was part of the panel on Tuesday, and he once again was very very vocal about the fact that he feels that uh, this piece of this piece of legislation is trash. He said there is no research to date that shows mandated cash trade would improve cattle prices. If mandates were put in place, costs for the producer would increase, so legislation like this would actually hurt cattle producers, according to Coots. Drovers reported on the hearing, um, and according to Drovers, Tuesday's Senate Ag hearing highlighted the strong opposition to government mandates by a majority of U.S. cattle producers. Ethan Lane, NCBA Vice President of Government Affairs, said the majority of cattle uh, of cattle excuse me, the majority of cattle producers have made it clear that one that a one-size-fits-all solution, such as mandates included in the Cattle Price Discovery and Transparency Act, is not the, sol- not the solution the industry is looking for. This piece of legislation only focuses on what works for one region, not the cattle industry as a whole across the whole nation. 
Another strong opponent of the bill was Sean Tiffany with Kansas Livestock Association and NCBA. Tiffany believes this bill would give the government too much authority over the cattle industry. He also said that government mandates could possibly result in fewer marketing opportunities and less incentive for producers to invest in genetics and innovative production techniques that lead to higher quality beef. So if you watched the hearing yesterday, you would think that this piece of legislation, the Cattle Price Discovery and Transparency Act, totally does away with AMAs and forward contracts. From what some of the things, some of the things that were said, the statement that J Tiffany just said. But as Brett Crosby said, as he tweeted on Twitter uh, yesterday, it is incredibly disingenuous to apply this to imply this bill would do such thing. It does not do that. As the trusted leader and definitive voice of the U.S. cattle and beef industry, NCBA stands committed to turning the focus to solutions with broad industry support, such as a cattle contract library, 14-day delivery, expedited carcass weight reporting, daily formula-based price reporting, and incentives for expansion of regional processing. So that's what they're going to stand behind. Like I said, there was a lot that happened in this hearing yesterday, and I'm sure there'll be a lot more press releases coming out uh, where people stand, where RCAS stands, where NAMI stands, USCA, they'll come out with a press release. As all that comes out, I will report on it. Uh, like I said, if you, hadn't had the, if you haven't had the chance to um, listen to the hearing, I encourage you all to do so. And today, here on Wednesday, we have the House Ag Committee hearing with the Beef Packers, which will be incredibly interesting. If you want some good watching, I, I, I encourage you all to tune in. That will be uh, very interesting, like I said. That's all I have for you guys this morning. I hope your week is going well. I hope you're enjoying this beautiful weather. It is gorgeous here in Nebraska. It was a little breezy yesterday, but nothing like it has been in recent weeks. Have yourself a wonderful Wednesday. I'll catch you later.